Jocelyn, are you there? Hello. Hi, Julie. Oh, my <laughs> goodness, there she is. Can you hear me now? <laughs> uh, yes, good. <laughs> Well, um, welcome everybody to the second episode. Actually, it's technically the third, but the second with me and Jojo of the Resting Bitch Face podcast. And Jojo, I have a confession to make. Tell me, tell me, sister. I want to hear it. <laughs> I still haven't posted. I know the you first haven't. Episode. <laughs> I'm just sucking it up over here, like. My my intention was to sit down and write like a little intro about it to post on social media and life has just been crazy and I've been honestly lazy about it. So I'm going to post that episode and then I'll post this one as well. And then people will just get like a back to back. Okay. So they can get perfect. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I understand. Life is busy. I'm a toddler. <laughs> life never it just Oh my god. Actually, it just doesn't ever stop. I know. I do not envy you. I'm kind of in a good place with Vanessa right now, where um, she can kind of take care of herself. It's really nice. And it's kind of, um, you know, I don't have a whole lot to do right now. I just dropped her off with my ex-mother-in-law, who is taking her out to surprise my ex-grandpa-in-law. Wow. <laughs> For a little weekend. I know it sounds a little confusing, but my ex-husband's mom um, is taking Vanessa out to his grandpa's house on the farm for the weekend. And so that's really exciting for me because um, Vanessa absolutely adores my ex-mother-in-law and (laughs) grandpa-in-law. So she's really excited to be out on the farm like making mud pies and playing and, and oh, I love and it so that's pretty exciting I know and so it makes me so happy I'm glad they still want to be a part of her life we, you know d- divorce can get really messy and sticky and I'm glad that they were able to like set aside the mess that was my divorce with you know with uh, my ex and just kind of focus on Vanessa and still and still having a relationship with her. Wow. It means a lot to me. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That's really nice. That's rare. Yeah. So that's cool. I know. Unfortunately. And, you know, it's just such a mature standpoint to have. Just to say, whatever happened between you two happened between you two. But we still love her. Yeah, that's so, awesome. I like it. I know. I know. It's pretty great. So I dropped her off and then I came home. And now it's, like, so quiet. And I'm so lame. It's not even like I'm going to go out or anything. I got myself like a calzone. And my plans after this podcast is just to watch TV, maybe some like trashy reality TV, and pass out cuddling my dog. And then I'm hoping that I can wake up fairly early in the morning and go to the gym and just like be at the gym as long as I want to be at the gym. Doesn't that sound great? I mean, I'd just spend the whole day there if I wanted to. That actually does sound really great. <laughs> like, I got nowhere to be. I got no one to answer to. I'm going to go, and I'm going to work out, and I'm going to lay in a tanning bed and maybe do a little massage bed. 
I'm just going to enjoy my life. I'm just going to be living my best life for like 24 hours. Freaking A. I love it. <laughs> I went to the I know gym you would yesterday. Love that. I know. I do. I went to the gym yesterday. I should have gotten up and went to the gym and met one of my clients this morning at 5 a.m. She gets there at 5. Whoa. I know. And she harasses me up. Like, well, she doesn't really harass me. She's just like, you can come, you can meet me, you can do that, you can come meet me. And I'm like, all right, so I do go to the gym. I just don't go at five. Mm -hmm. And I didn't go today, but it was super sunny, like over 80 degrees, and I mowed the lawn for almost two hours, so... (laughs) You have a thing about mowing your lawn, don't you? Well, I have a huge fucking yard, Julie, and it has to be mowed. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good workout, I'm sure. And you get a tan. I get a tan. It's a massive job because it's not flat. I live on a hill, so it's not all fun and games. It's How (laughs) How big is your yard? I have an acre of land. Okay. So that's a good workout. It's a, it's a good mo. Yeah. That's awesome. I like to get outside and do stuff that's like, maybe it's not considered a workout. Like technically it's not like going to the gym, but man, I love to, I'm so excited that the weather is getting nicer in Colorado. I am so excited to go hiking and camping. Ooh, maybe I'll go hiking tomorrow by myself. Oh my gosh. Do you realize that means I could go hiking with my dog and not have to hear anybody like, I'm tired, I'm hungry, can we have a snack, can we turn back around, are we done yet? Yeah, and even like just <laughs> hiking and not being around other people at the gym is nice. That's meditative. That's oh, like, no. woosa, like breathing the <laughs> fresh mountain air. Yes, maybe I'll do that. I think that that's a good really idea. Good. Just bring a gun. Well, oh, always. I always. And bear spray and a knife and. <laughs> okay, good. I hope you have like a Sometimes whole. Sometimes I like, have a taser in my back. Strap around your thigh. <laughs> well, you never know. People are weird. Oh, I mean, you never so, know. Yeah. People are weirdos. I know. Yeah, for sure. Especially, it doesn't matter that... if I even have a dog. Because I have a dog. I have a pit bull. And people are like, pit bulls are and I'm like really because someone could probably rob me and my dog would be like oh my god I love you you're so amazing (laughs) just pet me (laughs) I know Lux is like a big baby and she's like the cuddliest bug that's what I call her the you're the cuddliest bug but um that dog sounds fucking terrifying if you were to come to my door and knock on it right now I can't imagine any person who would be dumb enough to come in. Really? Like, yeah, she's, she has, she's very protective. So if there's someone walking by outside or someone knocking or something, she sounds terrifying when she barks. So she's a good little guard dog. Well, I mean, I'll say that because I have a pit bull. Like her growl, if she does growl, I don't have a dog that really barks. She doesn't bark. Um, Yeah. Even when she sees stuff outside, like if she sees people walking, like she'll growl, but she never barks. But her growl is kind of like, I'll eat your soul. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, you guys, you have some space. I live in an apartment. So 
you know, you can easily hear people walking in the hallway or if someone, if like, like I order delivery or something and someone knocks on the door, she ain't having that shit. She's really? going to wow. eat you. You better not come in this house. How funny. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know. live. I live in such a quiet neighborhood with older people. It's just. Oh, it's just funny. quiet here. Well, I'm. Uh, I have less than two weeks now to get everything packed up in my apartment because I'm re- moving in with Ryan. So I have procrastinated for quite some time. I've known for almost for about a month and a half that I was going to be moving. And now I think I actually have to start packing. That's the worst. Yeah. I fucking know. Moving, I fucking moving. Moving fucking sucks more than anything in the fucking. I know. I swear. <clears throat> I, have, I counted it up and I've moved nine or ten times in the last, like, eight years. How fucking crazy is that? It's not because I've probably moved that much, too. I wish you would have stayed in Vegas when you moved out. I know. I was just thinking about that earlier Me tonight. Too. I was like, oh my God, that was 10 years ago. Can you believe that? I know. I feel like I would be successful. And you are successful. Well, I am, I, I am in a different way. But if I was in yeah. Vegas, I looked really hot. And I think that <laughs> I would have been successful. And or been a stripper because I think I would have made oh my god fucking mad money no mad okay, money so, Julie I know I know just so for the time just went... for the time being like make <laughs> enough money that I could go ahead and like retire and sit on it yeah well for listeners that don't know JoJo <laughs> moved. <laughs> I lived in Tennessee twice, but the first time is when JoJo and I met. She was friends with my neighbor in my first apartment. And then we got to know each other, and then we became roommates. And um, then life kind of took us in different directions, but we always stayed in touch. And in 2009, JoJo like got rid of everything and packed up what she needed, which was like not really anything. No, it's just a suitcase. And, wait, did you fly? Or did you drive? No, I didn't have a car. I packed a suitcase and I flew my ass to Las Vegas, which I had (laughs) never been to in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Never even been that. Well, actually, I can't say I haven't been that far because I've been to Mexico. But I had not (laughs) been there my entire life. And you picked me up at the fucking airport. And I was like, this is great. (laughs) <laughs> we had so much fun and but it was like too short-lived and I wish she would have stayed but she did move back to Tennessee so, I did move back to Tennessee I know we had so much fun we were so wild back then but I don't think you would have been a stripper I think that you could have made a ton of money just being like a cocktail waitress in a strip club yeah that's true tons of money I would do that. I don't think I'd be a stripper. No. Strippers, like, once once you become a stripper, it's like you keep going down the hole, like, the, the rabbit hole. And you get deeper and deeper. Because I don't know any strippers who didn't do extras in the VIP room or on the side. Ugh, or no, who weren't escorts and do doing that. drugs. Yeah. But see, like, yeah. I lived in Nashville at one point in my life. Bef- this is before Vegas. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, I have friends that escort it and they were like, you know, if it's nothing to be proud of, I guess, but they were like, Hey, if I got $500 and I'm like, Jesus, that's cheap. <laughs> that's cheap. Yeah. But I don't know what they oh, did. I didn't ask them what they did. They could have just, you know, cuddled them. I don't know. <laughs> I but doubt it, but you know, thousands. And that was only what they would tell the escort agency. Because I used to answer phones at an escort agency and book calls for escorts. I know. And um, I used to tell people, I'm like, my roommate, I used to live with a girl. <laughs> she's my, one of my bestest friends. And she's a pimp. Oh, my God. You can't say that. <laughs> I cut that out of this. You totally cannot say that. No, no, no. Okay, I know, so... I know. It's not, but kind of in so, a way. Okay, so <laughs> prostitution. So contrary to popular belief, a lot of people think that prostitution is legal in Las Vegas. It is not. So the people that are handing out the cards on the strip and all of that, um, the escort agencies and everything, that is not for prostitution. Those are that's considered companionship or in-room entertainment um dancers strippers bachelor parties stuff like that so but you'd book a girl for like 200 bucks and that was basically just her fee to show up so once she gets the 200 bucks then she's upselling and we would have girls make thousands of dollars on a call And that was just what they were telling us that they made because we know that they always lied. So, um, because they'd have to give the escort agency like a percentage, they have to give them like half of the booking fee. So they'd have to give the agency 100 up front. And then, um, and then the girls that answered the phones would get a 20% tip. So of course they're not going to be like, Oh, I made twenty five hundred dollars. They'll just come back and be like, "Oh, I got six hundred, you know, I got five hundred, but there were some girls that told me that they made a couple grand, and in that case, like they probably made five <laughs> so I ding ding ding, that's what I would have done when I lived there. Oh, then uh, to answer the phone. Yes, Julie. No, just <laughs> no, just to answer the phone. Yeah, I I make good money there. I used to work Sundays. I would work a day shift and then a grave shift on Sunday, and there were plenty of Sundays that I made a thousand dollars in cash. Oh, I miss those days. Now I'm just a le- like a legitimate like eight to six <laughs> I never work I never work eight to five and now I'm like a legitimate like working person and I have a real job I, and that's awesome and secure and wonderful in a million ways but at the same time it's like oh, I used to make so much money <laughs> I feel like in Tennessee I could open a business like that and I could make a lot of money I don't think it would be so easy to make money anymore because... Well, we're in the country. Well, first of all, things have really changed in that industry. Um, You can't quite make money like you used to because the girls don't like to show their faces. 
So the pictures that you would use would be like fake pictures or model pictures or something like that. Ew, see, that's not right. I don't think that's right. Well, not every girl wants her face plastered all over the internet saying that she's an escort for her family to see. So, Well, that's true. Because the girls I know that were escorts would be completely embarrassed if they... If anyone knew that they did that something like that, they yeah, would be completely course. embarrassed. Of course, yeah. And I can kind of spill some little secrets here and there about the industry that I know and like tricks and stuff that we used to do. And no pun intended, but um, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to give it all away in this one episode. I want people to keep listening, so we'll have to come back to that another day, um, and, and kind of like from there but I think you would have made a ton of money and I think you would have really liked it Um, but after a while when you start to get to know the girls and you really like them you start to feel guilty and you feel bad about it yeah I would Um, too I always thought about that when with you working a job like that is that you know what they're doing but what if one of them got hurt or something you know what I'm saying like you're we're we're in Las Vegas People can just be go thrown out into the goddamn desert for the the birds. For the goddamn oh, birds. I know. I know. And that's something that's something that really scared me. I had a girl that kind of got slapped around a little bit and it just worried me. It was like I I would not be able to forgive myself if I sent a girl out on a call and she didn't come back. So I would feel bad if I that had a lot to do around because I would be like, I did. Who, who is this person? Now I have to figure out who this person is, and now I'm gonna have to go kick someone's ass. I know it's scary. It's not right. She got out. No, that's not right. I couldn't. I get it. It's good money, but I couldn't work in a business like that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So and in other news, in we... other news, Julie, what's going on? What's news. going on in your life? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I talked to you about all that. But um, okay, so uh, now I want to get your ideas. Like, I want to get your opinions on some of the things that are happening right now. Um, TMZ reported that Britney Spears left court barefoot. <laughs> and that the God, judge, I love the her. Judge orders expert evaluation. Okay. Do you remember when she, like, back in the Kevin Federline years, when she would, like, go into a, she'd be walking around in her little shorts and her, like, crop top, and she would go barefoot into a public restroom in a gas station. It's like, bitch, are you for real? Like, you're going to get gangrene and, like, have to get your foot chopped off. She just, Brittany gives no fucks. She likes to be barefoot. I love to be barefoot, too, so I guess I can't say much. In a public restroom, like at a Seven Eleven. Well, I follow Chris Cro- Crocker on Instagram, so leave, leave Brittany <laughs> alone, Julie. <laughs> she got so she hot. She did get so hot. It's kind of weird. It really kind of disturbs me because I used to follow him all like wait even before. No, I think it was about at the leave Brittany alone time, but he was was just so strange, and he's still really strange, but he got super fucking hot you know what's bizarre is i think he lives a couple of hours from where i live 
Really? Yeah. I didn't know he, he lived in yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, he lives in Tennessee. But I think he lives oh. in like Johnson City or Bristol or somewhere a few hours away. Alexa off. Sorry, my Alexa's telling me to go to bed so I can work out in the morning. <laughs> Alexa's such a bitch. She has to remind me. Anyways, what did you just say? I missed the last thing that you um, said. That I think, I, I mean, I know he lives in Tennessee, but um, I'm pretty sure he's just a few hours from where I live. I think he's... Oh, wow. I thought he was in Kentucky. Isn't he? I'm guessing Kentucky. Well, it could be why. because why you I'm can drive yeah. two or three hours up and be right on the border. But <laughs> I had seen a video of him. Here. Lux. Lux. Can you hear her? Lux. What's going on? Who's at the door, Julie? I don't know, but her hair's standing up and she's barking and growling. I am not afraid. Ah! You should never be afraid. Somebody... No, I'm not. I got a gun last summer and I've never felt safe. Lux! Well, if... um. If someone comes in here and murders me, at least we'll have it recorded for the court. Oh, my God, Julie. That's hysterical. <laughs> and then I'm going to be an episode of Sword and Scale because uh, Mike Boudet will have the audio. Today, <laughs> and he only does shows where there's audio. I um, owned a gun once. <laughs> I do not own a gun now. We have no guns at my house. But I have a fucking machete and I will chop your ass fucking up. I'll chop your goddamn head off. Ain't no a machete. That's yes. terrifying. <laughs> Ain't... So much I know. Here. Ain't no weirdos coming up in here. <laughs> That's, That's a big ass knife. A machete. I know. I will I honestly would fear that more than a gun if I swung it. So the machete. Yeah, I'd much rather be shot. God. I'd much rather be shot. Yes. Oh my god. Anyways, um, anyways, yeah, everybody's afraid for Britney Spears. Like every like there's this whole like free Britney thing where they're worried that she's so you know she's been under that conservative ship with her father for like eleven years now. He's had complete legal control over her. And her medical stuff and everything. And so now people are, like, thinking that he's forcing her to go into medical treatment. She was, I guess she was in treatment for, like, 30 days. And there's rumors that her father, like, forced her into it because she wasn't taking her medication and all kinds of stuff. I think she's bipolar or something. I'm not sure. But all I know is that she does seem to have some kind of mental illness. And it, when she is not treating herself properly, you can see it, you know, like she will look a little crazy. She'll have like the raccoon eyes of like, you know, eyeliner all around her eyes and she'll look kind of crazy and she'll act kind of crazy. So, you know, I mean, it, or just shave her head has to force her to get treatment. I think here's my opinion on the head shaving. And you tell I me fucking love it. I love it when someone's like, I don't give a fuck and just shave their head. I don't think that's why she did it. First of all, I think she was having a mental breakdown, of course. Absolutely. And then, um, Absolutely. second of all, second of all, here's my thought, and I've thought this for years and years. 
I think she was on like for sure on some hardcore drugs. And that was a point where everyone was really looking closely into her because she had two young kids and she was going to be like, Hey, like, I think she shaped her head so that they couldn't, um, they couldn't test her hair follicle. For Are you serious? Yes. Because she would have lost custody of her kids. Doesn't that make sense? I don't know. There's some days where I want to just shave my fucking head, so. <laughs> You've got <gotten> pissed <laughs> sometimes. I am. I'm pretty much there right now. But, uh, um, I don't know. I guess, imagine you, your entire upbringing from childhood is nothing but entertainment mm-hmm. and spotlight. Yeah. And that's your entire yeah. life. People are in your asshole all the time. <laughs> I would probably, I would probably. I mean, I think she really, really loves performing. I think it's like the only thing that makes her somewhat It probably sane. does. But I mean, just imagine that, Julie. And then, I mean, I feel like at a certain point, you probably would have a mental breakdown. Like you're just so over it. Maybe you want to just have a normal life and you can't. Well, especially at the height of her popularity, like Britney Spears was a star unlike anyone else had ever been a star before. Like nobody had ever been as big, as famous as Britney Spears. She couldn't go anywhere or do anything without being like surrounded by flashes and paparazzi and and just... I can't even imagine. It sounds absolutely fucking horrible. Terrible. And so, she still has to live that life. she did was scrutinized. Yeah, but... Well, no, she, she doesn't have to now. She's like in her late 30s. If she wanted to, she could go back to... Where's she from? Louisiana? She's I'm from not for Louisiana. sure, but paparazzi is still yeah, in her ass, she's, though. She's from Louisiana. No, she could go back to Louisiana, open up a freaking dance studio and teach five-year-olds how to dance Uh, like she could but I think she really does love performing I think it's the only thing that it it gives her something to work towards and something to focus on and keeps her somewhat like grounded and sane I think she has to do it there are a lot of people that think she's being forced to do it like she's being forced to keep pumping out the money for all the people around her but I don't agree I don't I don't think that's the truth I think she needs it. Just like, just like I need to have a job, you know, like if I don't have a job, I'm going to sit around and like eat and get like really fat and be depressed and sleep all day, you know? Well, in all reality, you would lose your house and probably your kid. (laughs) You'd be (laughs) sleeping out of a car. There's different things when it, it comes to reality. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's good for her. I'm self-employed, so I feel like, hey, I could go to work or I could not go to work. I'm so jealous of you. I want to be self-employed. Yeah, but (laughs) what's the decision that you make? Because I would love to sit at home and watch fucking TV all day. But guess what? That's not reality. 
even being self-employed and I have the freedom of making my own schedule, I work 40 to 50 hours a week. Yeah. Because it's reality. It's working. You still have to fucking work whether you make your own schedule or not. (laughs) It's fucking business. It's all in the business. But really, people just no, need people just need their hair like... done, so you can't just. <laughs> people need to look beautiful. I just, I just want a part-time job with a full-time salary. Is that too much yeah. to ask? In this day and age, like I'll work, I'll work four hours, five hours a day for you. I'll even work six hours a day for you. But this like eight to ten hour bullshit is like a bit much. For I know. Me. I love it. Like so. um. One of the ladies I work with, she's actually, like, she's becoming, she's going to start retiring. She, I think she's going to work one day a week or something. But she's in her late 70s. Like, she should have retired oh a God. long time ago. But she yeah. would tell you, she's like, when I first started doing hair, it was, like, dollar haircuts. 50 cent haircuts. Like, it was, <laughs> like, people didn't pay shit to get their fucking haircut. Well, I mean, I, that was probably a lot of money back then. Yeah, it was, because you can buy a fucking goddamn Coke for 25 cents, Julie. <laughs> a nickel actually was oh, worth something. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. I don't know, why do we even have inflation? What's the point in continuing to raise things? Why couldn't we just keep the dollar, you know, at the same, why, why couldn't we just keep our money worth the same amount? Why do we keep having to inflate everything? I was thinking about Because America is in billions and billions of dollars, trillions of dollars in debt. Oh yeah. Trillions. Yeah. But if our, um, if our dollar was worth the same as it was 50 Years ago, we'd be in like tens of dollars of debt, and that sounds much better to me. Yeah, so let's go back in time. (laughs) We'll just change everything. No, it's a serious situation. Like, I think about it because you know, my parents did my parents live a different life than I do because they were able to save money and build a life for themselves back then that we can't do now mm-hmm. like I feel like now yeah. it's hard to have a savings because you're fucking working your ass off but everything's so expensive so you're just mm-hmm. constantly having to spend money spend money spend money spend money so you can't really get anywhere yeah. It's it's really, really crappy. And I have I mean, I, I think about it because I have a kid, you have a kid, and I think about their future because I'm like how much harder that they're gonna have to work. And I look yeah. at I mean the hard part people make fun of millennials, but there's there's a lot of younger people. There's a lot of younger people, Julie that are they have a good mindset they are working and they have a good head on their shoulders and it's a really Mm -hmm. positive outlook it's it's 
people make fun of them, but they really, there are some strong ass people, there's strong ass kids out there and they, I think they get it. They're like, they, they have to have a good job. They have to have a good future. They have to like build themselves to, to survive. Yeah. And that's what it's become to. It's, it's different now because, you know, back in older generations, the wife could stay home and raise the family and they could afford to live on one income and money might be tight and, you know, they might not go out to eat a lot or buy a lot of gifts for, for Christmas and stuff like that, but it was doable. Now it's almost impossible to live on one income and it is really, it's really hard and you can work really hard and do really well at what you do and it can feel incredibly frustrating to feel like you're on that like hamster wheel and you're not getting anywhere you just work and pay your bills and work and pay your bills and it's just sad it really is and everything's changing I know it's fucked up it's a little sad sometimes. So I have, um, there's a girl, she came in, like, I worked on Thursday, and I I do her hair, I do her mom's hair. She graduated beauty school in, last September. Like, I'm like, you okay. went to school, you graduated, you got your license. You got your state license. You have everything that you need to go and work a job. Mm-hmm. And when I did her hair, she was like, I I am so scared. I'm so scared. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can work. I don't think that I'm, I just, I don't have the knowledge to do. And I'm like, I just looked at her that I guess, you know, getting old is weird. Cause you get like this, there's a point where like there's self-confidence that you need to survive. Because if you don't have any mm-hmm. confidence within yourself, you're not going to do anything like I, and I looked at her and I was like, girl, she's, she's young. She's beautiful. Julie got drop dead gorgeous. I feel like I may have talked about this, but she came in on Thursday and she stayed with me all day and watched me do hair. And we talked about stuff and I was learning stuff and telling her about color and this and cutting and whatever. And at the end of the day, I told her how much money I made that day. And she looked at me and she goes, are you serious? And I'm like, yes. You can do everything I just did today. You are capable of doing it. And you will be great. You will survive. It's not the end of the world. And you worked your ass off in school. You got a license, so why aren't you doing what you went to school for? Mm-hmm. And she just looked at me, mind blown, Julie. She was like, I cannot believe that you made that much <laughs> money. And I'm like, 
But that's because that's what you do. This is what I do every day. This is what we do to survive. Which, I mean, I have to pay old Uncle Sam. <laughs> you have to pay for your space and pay your yeah. taxes and all that. Pay for your product. Everything, yeah. it. I mean, it, it's, but just the fact that, to let her know that nothing is impossible. She's a young kid. She lives at home with her parents. Like, you, if if this is what you can do, you're gonna fucking be great. Just do it. Like, try to be nothing but up, uplifting to someone that needs confidence in the world. Like, Julie, yeah. we bitch about having, like, I used to have a job that made tons of money. Like, there's people, like, <laughs> I look at this person and I'm like, you have an opportunity to work a job where you can make lots of money. Oh, yeah. And you can do it. And you're younger than me and stronger than me and, like, capable of doing it. Like, God, you sound like an old lady. Well, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, Jules. <laughs> like, I hurt, though. I Like, my back yeah. hurts. My fucking shoulders hurt. My hands hurt. Like... Yeah, I don't know how you do it. I, I can totally see how being a hairstylist would be incredibly intimidating because, like, I could never do it. I would be so worried that I would screw something up and people would be really pissed off at me. Like, I could never... Uh, that's not my thing. Like more, pe- you've always been good at hair. Like always, you remember you used to color my hair red on the bottom, and black on top from the box color back in the day. Give me a little trim. Yeah, you've always been good at that. You've always loved it. Yeah, but you know, I'm just glad you do something. That's you true. Love. I do. I I will honestly say that. Like my job is, I I don't think I could ever do anything else. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Like, that's that's really important in life. Like, you have to, and I love my job, too. It's interesting. You know, I get a little burnt out on parts of it sometimes, but overall, I really Everyone does. It. I get so, burnt out on doing hair, Julie. It's yeah. just a part of life. Like, I love to cook. I want to audition for MasterChef. Let's just take that. Really? Hell, yes, I want to. Are you that good of a cook? I think I'm that good of a cook. Ooh, you should do it. Why not? Why not? Just audition. You never because know I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the little girl that Just came to me on Thursday. She's like, I'm so scared. And I'm like, <laughs> genuinely, we all are. In some aspect, we all are. I'm a fucking crazy, yeah. crazy cook. Um, you should audition because, you know, if you don't try, you'll never know what could happen. If you audition and you don't make it, you're like, okay, I didn't make it. If you audition and you do make it, you know how fucking great you would be on TV? You have such a huge personality and, like, you're so fun. People would fucking love you. Love you. You would be a fan favorite for sure. Well, it's not like American Idol. It's where people can vote for me. (laughs) Well, it doesn't matter. You could. It would open so many opportunities for you when you were done, and hopefully the chef wouldn't call you an idiot sandwich. He wouldn't put bread on either side of your ears and call you an. Idiot I wouldn't sandwich. even care. 
I'd be fine. My fiance fucking despises Gordon Ramsay. Fucking, I I love him. I fucking love him. (laughs) It's so raw. It's so raw, and I love it. Yeah. Fiance hates it. He's like, he just makes me, and he just would, he just puts me in a bad mood. He's just so. I'm like, you know why he puts me in a bad mood? It's because he's so honest. Yeah, he's not a bullshitter. He's I know. Like, you know, honest. That's why he. Thoughts. That's why my fiance yeah. hates me sometimes because it's like, I'm serious <laughs> because I'm so honest. I'm honest. I have to avert like. I'm honest. <laughs> and I said this like, honest to love and honest to a detriment because it's just it's reality mm-hmm. and if you don't like it and it just hurts your feelings I'm like god like I'm so sorry <laughs> but it's so true um I don't know I, I wanted to go to culinary school I, I applied for school got accepted to school and then what I was told that even if I went into culinary and I went and got and started cooking and stuff like that, it would be starting over, just like with hair. Like, from the beginning, it's hard. It takes years and years and years of practice and to perfect everything that you do. Yeah. So, it would be starting over, and and I said... Well, I love cooking as much as I love doing hair. So, would it really be starting over? Because you're doing something different and you're doing something you love. I mean, if you already have your hair your hair business established, you'd always do something like that on the side. No, I can't do that on the side. I, I have my book is full. My book is full <laughs> until June right now. Well, just cook, just cook delicious meals for your family and do that. You know, I don't watch, um, I really don't watch any cooking shows, but I did discover recently, it's called like Guy Fieri's Game of... Grocery Games. Yes, Grocery Games. I was going to ask if you watch that. I love it. Please, I've watched all of them. Oh my... (laughs) I love it because it reminds me of Supermarket Sweep. Did you used to watch it with your mom when you were little? Probably. Because my mom's a huge cooking. She's a cooker. She's a... Do you remember Supermarket Sweep, though? I feel like it sounds so familiar, but I can't pinpoint exactly what it is. It was like people, they would do the, the same thing like on grocery games where they like get in line and they're ready and then they run off. It's basically like... um. It was like a scavenger hunt for groceries. Okay. Yeah. And it was all like it was a whole like like game show done in the Yes, I feel home. like I do remember that. So fun to watch. So I know. Fun to watch. I think it like oh man, I would love to I would love to see if those uh reruns are streaming anywhere. Just so fun. It's like so innocent and so fun. All right, I'm sick of calling fiance fiance because the same DJ. We're just gonna say that. <laughs> but okay. he makes fun of me. I've seen every chopped 
and Cutthroat Kitchen and Grocery Games. Like, I've seen <laughs> every single one, Julie. Like, I just... And he makes fun. And I'm addicted to, like, He makes TLC fun of me, shows. though. He makes fun. He's like, Jojo, you're pretty much watching a game show that's about cooking. And I'm yeah, like... I am. It's great. Yeah. Because, <laughs> first of all, I'm thoroughly I enjoying love it. cooking, and they're making fun. Like, they're having fun with it. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching. Yeah. I want to see what they can do with ketchup and sardines and some crazy sh- they get Ugh. out of the aisles. I want to see. <laughs> I can't believe that they do the shopping and make their dishes in 30 minutes. That's just crazy to me. It blows my mind. I but. made some turkey burgers today and they were the tits. Um, that sounds good. They were the tits, Jules. You know how turkey can get really dry? Yeah. I don't do that. They were the juiciest (laughs) freaking... You just would be like... (laughs) Okay, we don't have to talk about food anymore. Changes changes subject. (laughs) I'll talk about food. I'll talk about food all day. I'd love to eat. (laughs) (laughs) my phone is almost dead so maybe we should wrap it up for tonight well I'm glad we got to talk about really good stuff yeah barefoot Brittany barefoot Brittany Uh, I'm barefoot right now (laughs) leave Brittany alone I am too (laughs) well um, I promise you I will post the last episode and this one tonight and we will be back next week with another episode. We need to just like pencil it in. So we do it like the same day, the same time. And we know when to expect it. And we just do it like a little job, but a fun one we, that we don't get paid fun. for. For the <laughs> one listener that is going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, I think also we should, I love our little resting bitch face logo but we need to like yeah. find something crop our faces on we'll just crop it yeah we'll just crop we'll it that. i think people that. should oh uh, we'll should, talk about this yeah. off air but yeah we can do that <laughs> no, I, no i'm saying that we could have someone draw us like, ah! cartoon. people oh i know someone who can do that ah! okay i'll message yes you i'll message okay he's really fucking awesome okay um Okay. Sounds good. Let's talk about this off air. It's not that exciting for our show. <laughs> okay, thank you for everyone that is not so excited about listening to that on our show. <laughs> All right, bitches. Um, yeah. So remember that smiling gives you wrinkles, but resting bitch face keeps you pretty. We'll talk to you bitches. Bye next bitches. Week.